Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode two in our series, Why Won't These Peeing Myths Just Die? And we're going to talk about sodium. So my client who was competing last week also asked me, when do I start cutting sodium? When do I get that down to nothing? And this Peak Week plan sent to me, I, I know it's been circulating around. I've, I've heard other people asking questions about it. It, it. It's not that horrible. It's not like the worst thing I've ever seen. I think it's just that somebody got a copy and it got passed around. But this particular coach, uh, I don't see necessarily a sodium load part. Uh, maybe that was prior to what I have here, that the last four days. But on the third, second, and then day before the contest, there is a specific instruction to add no salt, dressings, condiments, anything. You just, you have nothing, no sodium whatsoever. Uh, and that's all the way up to the day of the show. Now, I don't particularly have a a problem with reducing sodium a little bit if you feel like just regulating being a little bit low is okay because I'm probably going to want to increase and have that as a tool to use on contest day. So I don't necessarily increase it. I'm not trying to decrease it. But if we're going to do one or the other just to control the amounts, I may come down just slightly. But then on contest day, there is still nothing listed with sodium Except, and this is what makes me think this person may have listened to us at least a little bit or have listened to people who have listened to us, because in the things to have on hand for contest day, it does include salt and vinegar chips. Um, so I guess at some point this coach may think sodium could help, which would be a, a good call at this point, but without the water, with, with just one cap full of water, probably not going to do a lot. But what, what do you think about the whole sodium thing? How do you best describe that to clients, Adam? Yeah, well, you're basically pulling the minerals out of your muscle tissue that will pull water into the muscle tissue. So that's a second variable uh, on why you're going to be flat. Uh, you know, you definitely need sodium for good muscular contraction. Uh, I think we all found out during the pandemic, we can actually get a pump with bands and it wasn't because the bands were made any different during the pandemic it's because you finally had sodium and water in your system during your workouts because you were eating and drinking normally and I've had so many competitors tell me I can't get a pump with bands and I said do workout with bands only on contest day and they say yeah did you cut water or sodium yeah so it's Actually, the water and sodium is why you can't get a pump. 100%. And Adam, just for the sake of a little tangent, which is kind of a big deal, if you've reduced water to nothing, so your your plasma volume is lower, your blood pressure is now lower, and you're reducing sodium to nothing, so you can't you can't get proper muscle contractions, as you understand, you're two-thirds of your way to what? So you're two thirds of your way to just muscle fullness. You know, you're, you're not going to be able to get full. <laughs> well, you're also two thirds of the way to heart failure. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, you, you, all of the people who have died in the last couple of years, 20 something year olds, 30 something year olds dying on stage, backstage in their sleep the day before a contest. And it's just, you know, quote, um, you know, unknown cardiac failure. Gee, what could that come from? 
And these coaches, as I've said, still walk free without charges of manslaughter. This is what happens. You you reduce your your blood pressure very, very low because you have no hydration. Then you start decreasing your muscle tissue's ability to contract, including your heart muscle. All you would need for that triad to make it happen now is massive, massive influxes of potassium. Mm -hmm. And to, to this particular coach's credit, I don't see the suggestion to get 99 milligram, which is how it's typically sold, you know, over the counter potassium pills, because a lot of coaches would say, start taking those every hour around the clock, the day before the day of, but this coach has dandelion root and other types of, um, you know, what we would call over the counter dehydrant, I guess, type things, you know, all, all the, I don't want to use it by name, but all the things that are, are used, you know, people think they're getting something to help them expel water from their body before the contest. Um, so, so those are very, very high in potassium, which could have that effect. But in terms of that dance between trying to decrease sodium, increase potassium in your understanding, physiologically, what's happening that is that they think is good, but is actually bad for the bodybuilding stage. Yeah. I mean, they're basically like getting lighter and getting, you know, less, they're just getting smaller, you know, so small isn't always good or, you know, being lighter, hitting a PR and low body weight isn't always good. I kind of like to explain to my clients this way. We've all seen people who have lost weight and looked bad. And we've all seen people who have lost weight and look good. We also see it in the pendulum of gaining too. Uh, if you want to certainly lose weight and look bad, definitely cut water and sodium. And yeah, if you want to die, definitely add potassium into that cocktail. And you basically have a homemade lethal injection um, at hand. Yeah, you, you are literally taking the water out of the muscle cell not out of the body. So you're doing exactly the opposite of what you want. And the reason I say this is that, I mean, this my entire career. It, it, anybody who knows my name in the sport knows my name because of this reason. In the 90s, when I started public speaking and writing for fitness magazines and started coaching, this was the first thing I did was say, holy shit, why are people doing this? It's not only unhealthy and very dangerous, it's just not even giving you your best look. It's giving you your discernibly worst look. So I, I got a couple things I want to point out here as well as other large myths. So we'll, we'll hit those next in our last three episodes in the series. See you next time, Adam, and you guys watching Contest Prep University.